Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Good afternoon, it's 3pm on, what is it, Wednesday the 1st of April, April Fool's Day. And it's... uh, 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 Ho, ho, ho. Chuckle, chuckle. All six of our Six Bits in Six Bits podcast uh, today are going to be fake. They're all going to be fake and make you go, that can't be true. Uh, Isn't that right, Moran? I'm pregnant. (laughs) Oh my God, could you imagine? Oh, that would be insane. Uh, Welcome to Six Bits. Imagine if I was. (laughs) Um, and you waited until the 1st of April to tell us all. Or are you kind of well, like... Your child was born on the 1st of April. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't like... We we knew it was going to happen. It, it wasn't like we got in touch with everyone and, and said, hey, you'll never guess what. We've kept this to ourselves for the guts of a year. And, and just today we decided to tell you. And then it's up to you to work out whether or not it's actually it's true. an April Fool's or not. Well uh, done, Kate. That's a long game from Kate Foley if she did that. I'm in the middle of the intro. Ray here, Murren there, and sixbitspod at gmail.com is the email address. Not a TV3 Virgin Media Television production, although we do work on the six o'clock show together. Uh, Murren, would you like to start today? Shall I? I Go for it. Shall. There is something doing the rounds right now. Um, that I've seen in an awful lot of magazines. I saw it in Image magazine uh, today. And it's the world's most relaxing song. And this was actually uh, from 2016. But you can see why it's doing the rounds right now because people are full of anxiety and uh, and all that. It is called, uh, it's by an ambient British band called Marconi Union. And it's called Weightless, Ray. Are you feeling better just hearing that? I'm feel. I'm not feeling weightless. I feel like, particularly over the last uh, uh, number of weeks, I've added a few pounds. I've put on. I've put back on my Christmas weight again. Uh, certainly not weightless. <laughs> but um, uh, what does it sound like? Do, do we do we have to play a snippet of it? A snippet of it here. Play a snippet of it. immediately just wanted to put on uh, Dua Lipa's new album after listening to that. It made me, it reminded me of a spa where you don't really want to be there. And also, again, another call out for Ross from Friends for his crazy, um, his crazy keyboard sounds. Uh, two, two things on what you just said, right? Uh, mm. One, what is it? First of all, what is it? Who, who is it that deci- decided that this is the most relaxing song? And where did the, the where did this, this, um, a result come from. That's item one. And then item okay. two, I want to get back to spas, just in case I forget. But anyway, go on. Well, okay, we'll get back to spas. Yeah. So this was actually done with this band and audio, and audiologists, and it induces a 65% reduction in anxiety and a 35% reduction in usual physiological resting rates. It has okay. been advised that you do not listen to this over eight minute song whilst in the car oh, really? you could end it's up science. falling asleep. It's wow. science. I see. So it was Dr. David Lewis Hodgson from Mind Lab International. And he said that brain imaging studies have shown that music works at a very deep level within the brain, stimulating not only those regions responsible for processing sound, but uh. those ones associated with emotions. And anyone who's listened to an Adele album knows <laughs> that music gets to your emotions. Did, did, did it work on you in the bit that you listened to? 
Uh, no, I, I, I put on Dua Lipa, her oh, album, right, okay. afterwards and I bounced around the place for a well, while. I was like, I don't like this. No. I, I wonder, though, did you put on Dua Lipa because in your subconscious, your subconscious mm-hmm. was craving a little bit of upbeat pop music because your body was going into a state of relaxation? That, you know what? You know what? Reverse psychology from gotcha. the body. I got but you right there. For people, uh, for all of those sort of insomniacs and anxiety ridden people in the world, that's all of us, um, eight minutes of this at nighttime. Maybe try it out tonight. It's called Marconi Union. The song is called Weightless. Apparently, it reduces your anxiety rates. That's interesting. Um, my wife does uh, a number of things to fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, number one is is to sleep in a separate room from me as much as she, as she can. <laughs> that would help. Uh, item one: stay away from your husband or get your husband to sleep in the spare room. Uh, I I stay as far away from your family as possible. The other thing that she's gotten into: did I tell you about this before? It, she's gotten into ASMR. Oh, you did mention this yeah. before. That- it was it was in an episode of The Good Wife. Uh, there was a judge. In mm. the the good is, is the good wife. Uh, what was, good no, wife, hang on. Yeah. What was the what was the, what was the oh was it the good fight? The good fight, which is the yes. se- the sequel or the follow up series. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was in the latest series of the good fight, which if you haven't watched it, it's very good. Actually, it must be said a little bit too political at times, uh, but very good. And yeah. it's uh, the follow on from the good wife, which was the hit TV show with. What's her name? Ju- Juliana Margulies. And in The Good Fight, you no longer have to look at Juliana Margulies' terrible wigs, which is nice. It's the wigs. Interestingly, I always found the face. Not the, uh, this not, I'm not being cruel, but like the, um, uh, she, her, she remained ageless for the entire mm. run. I, in fact, she probably got younger uh, at times during the run of The Good Wife. Uh, so you know, Season you know, four, especially. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was like, what's going on there? She looked like she had been ironed. Also, mm. uh, did you ever go back and watch the scene that the, it was it at the end or where it was towards the end of The Good Wife where her, herself and your woman did filmed their bits separately? Yes. That was amazing. Uh, so this was the private investigator. Yes. Um, the British actress who was also in The Fall and Brendan like Beckham. I can't remember her name. Yeah. And um, their their relationship had gotten so bad on set that they had to do scenes where they were together separately. And well, then she when... left, didn't she? She 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 had actually left the show and she only came back for one episode to say as a kind of a goodbye or something or to wrap up her storyline, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was that episode where the two of them met in the bar. Yes. And uh, they both filmed it separately. And I, like you, when that story came out, went back and watched it four yeah, times yeah, yeah, for yeah. the edits. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the the, sec- the next series, people probably know this, but the next series follows Diane and uh, sort of her developments mm-hmm. as the as her story continues. Uh, but in one episode of that, there was a judge who was mad into ASMR. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like the rub on the microphone and the clicking of keyboard keys and um, whispering. And then the most famous ASMR woman on YouTube, she just eats things. Oh, God. Like bananas. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting. Or she'll eat a full courgette or, oh, no. Ir- Irish wives and girlfriends watching that going, this is disgusting. This is, this is, could you shut up? Could you be quiet? <laughs> Autonomous sensory meridian response, ASMR. Oh, you knew that off the top of your head, did you? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you Google did. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, ASMR. So we were watching this one night, a couple of glasses of vino, or whatever, watching the the good fight, good fight, 
and this judge is mad into it and they do this whole there's a whole plot base around it which is like while they're giving testimony in court they do all these ASMR things so he gives them a positive yeah. uh, reply you know in his judgments blah 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 uh, and uh, Kate was watching this going what is what is this what that's not that's not real is it I said it is ASMR have you never heard of it and she said no and I said it's where people make these noises they're, they're all over YouTube and she says that sounds amazing I said really she said, yeah, because like, anytime, anytime I might have the laptop in, in bed, right? And But Kate would be going to sleep. And I'd be tapping away, writing emails or writing stuff for the morning while she'd be going to sleep, yeah? Yeah. And she loves it. She loves the sound of me tapping on the keyboard. So ever since then, this is a few months ago, ever since then, every night, she goes and digs out. She's got a few favourite ones that she's got uh, of YouTubers. And it's mostly women whispering uh, recipes uh, or reading books. Or reading what? Out- yeah, so it's like, take the chicken, put the oven, turn on the oven, and put it to 180 oh, degrees Oh, stop, Celsius. it's creeping me out. Yeah, so, so at night, in our bedroom, you can hear another woman whispering all the time. It's, and, oh, God, yeah. as someone who likes true crime, no, 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 no. So weird, so weird. I, oh. I like that she let you back into the room. She'd be like, Ray, Ray, do you have emails to type tonight? And you'd be like, yeah, I've got about uh, 20 to do. Grand, you can sleep that's in the, the room tonight. That's the only way I'm able to get into, into the <laughs> marital bed is with the that's, laptop. <laughs> that's some sexy stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, the other thing was the spa that you mentioned. The spas where you feel uncomfortable. Do you, yes. do, I, I'm surprised. I thought it was just a man thing that it's like, I, I've given up on spas. There was the, there was this big trip to um, Centre Parks last year and everyone was raving about the spa and... Uh, have you been to the spa yet? Oh my God, Take the, go to the spa. Take a couple of hours for yourself and go to the spa. I was like, I'm not doing it. I've given up. I gave up years ago on spas. I just feel, spas are spas, by the way, depending on your pronunciation. Uh, uh, yes. How do, what do how, you go for? How notionsy you want to be. I'm a spa person. Yeah, spa. I'm pure limerick. Oh, I'm, I'm, spa. I'm absolutely pure spa person as well, me. Spa. So, uh, I, yeah, I give up on spas because like that, there is the quiet music, having to be quiet, Take your glass of water now. Get get dressed in a robe. Oh, feel stop we- it. Feeling weird in the robe. It's too warm. Uh, you have to go and sit in a room quietly. Like there's like 10... Ch- like you can go and sit in the relaxation area to unwind. There's a couple of magazines there and a glass of water. Mm. And you're like, I don't want to do that. I want to go and read my phone or I want to chill out with a pint. I, do, I don't yeah. find it in any... I find... I feel out of place, and then the, and the natural extension of the spa is the back rub, which is uh, the the thing that I would get done. And yeah. even that, I would be dreading it for the morning before I get it, like dreading who I'm going to get. If I, am I going to get a man or a woman? What are they going to be like? Are they going to be chatting to me? Uh, how am I? How are you know? How hard are they going to be? <laughs> which, yes. Which is like I feel all I'm thinking of is how much of a waste of time and money it is. If they're just gently rubbing my back. And, but you can't, yeah, sorry, you can't say to them then, could you go a bit harder, please? <laughs> you can never say that. No, you can't. In a you can't spa. You know, no. No. And it's the whole, regardless of who goes in there and it's all inclusive and all that kind of stuff. But you're like, I am the most grotesque thing they've ever seen. What sort of a spot do I have on my back now that I'm not able to see, that they'll be able to see? This is gross. And I'm, I'm not comfortable walking from a hotel room to a spa in my dressing gown. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I'm not, I, 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 I wish I were. 
I've been to places and you see these people flounce around and they look so comfortable and happy. And I'm like, how do you, I want to go to there. How do you do that? So no, I'm not, I'm not a spa. I like it when I get in and if there is a massage, oh Jesus, I fall asleep. It's lovely. A good massage. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. And then I'm worried about, is my mouth hanging open? Am I drooling? And is there a snore coming out? Always. So that, or that dribbling makes me down relax. onto the floor through that oh, hole. Oh God, through the <laughs> hole. No. And you know it happens. You um, know. Um, when you wake up happens. in a puddle and it's like, you need to say to them, sorry, <laughs> could you have a tissue? I need to clean up the puddle <laughs> on the floor. The other thing is what you mentioned spots. Uh, my, my fear isn't spots. It's uh, my body hair. that like, and I don't have a lot of it, but when I, my body hair is long enough that if you're rubbing my skin and you're rubbing me, you could be pulling my body hair and it hurts me. But because I'm a man, I'm not supposed to feel that. That's a level of pain that men aren't supposed to feel. Men are supposed to be like, <laughs> if you're a real man, you don't feel that. It's like, shrug it off. You know, you're, 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 a, you're a dude. Uh, whereas I'm like, oh, it's pinchy. You're rubbing mm. me. You're pulling my hairs. I didn't, I didn't ask for a wax. That's no. it. No. Make it stop. Yeah, spaz. I, I, there are people who fall into it and, and who, uh, yeah, I, I completely, I agree with the spa or spa. Whatever you want yourself. Number two. It's a good news story. Nearly 1,000 nurses and doctors have been added to the medical registers. 540 nurses and midwives applied to return after the re-registration fee was waived. This is in the Irish Times. Uh, 800 additional nurses and midwives have registered to practice here in the last two weeks. Which is Can we have a... A bull of us. A bull of us. Bringing the active number on the Irish Nursing and Midwifery Register to its highest ever level. The register surpassed 78,000 active nurses and midwives for the first time following a surge of applications from healthcare workers. A lot of people coming back from retirement, as I know as well. Uh, I heard an interview, was it last week? with a retired doctor in his 70s who's going to be... He says he presu- he, he's, he reckons he's not going to be put on the front line, but he has expertise to offer, uh, maybe uh, in some other capacity within the health service to be able to help out. Yeah. Uh, so he's stepping forward. And uh, some 139 doctors, it says here, have also applied to re-register with the Medical Council over the last two weeks. Half of those are re-registering to practice in Ireland after working abroad, while the other half are coming out of retirement or returning to medicine from a different field. So you're looking at about 70 doctors, 70 retired doctors, like they're, instead of sitting at home, smoking a pipe and reading the paper, they're, they're, exactly. they've, they've turned around and they're going back into probably, I mean, if they're beyond retirement age, very dangerous and very concerning circumstances See, for them. And th- 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 this, <laughs> this is the problem that I have while reading these stories, is that, I, again, like everything in life, I make it all about me. And I try to go, could I do, go. Could I do that? Could could I do that? Would I have the fortitude and the the the, the God given heroism that and would the be selflessness and selflessness? And I, I'm no. I, I'm just going to say I don't know if I did. Well, you were quicker to answer that for me, unless you're speaking for yourself. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if. Of course, you see the thing is I can't put myself in that position. Like if I if I had worked a career as a doctor for years. Helping people, then that's a, then I would be I wouldn't yeah. be the me I am now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I completely yeah. get it. But it's also that these doctors and nurses who are past retirement age, you mentioned there the danger. They're putting them their lives on the line because if if they manage if they unfortunately contract COVID nineteen and mm-hmm. the system gets overrun, they're not going to get the ventilator. 
if a 75-year-old doctor and a 45-year-old doctor gets uh, COVID-19 at the same time, the 45-year-old is getting it before the 75-year-old if we're overrun. So they are quite literally putting their lives on the line by doing this. And it, it blows my mind the amount of people that are like, yeah, doesn't matter. I'm stepping up. People need me. It's phenomenal. Uh, what about people then that have volunteered for the to just just as volunteers for the health service? You know these. Uh, you know the way they, they opened up the lines for volunteers and yeah. thousands of people volunteered for that. Uh, do you know anyone that that went and did that? My child is shouting here in the background. Andrew's killing someone. Uh, just uh, just in case it's anyone hears his birthday. This. It's not Andrew's birthday. No, although by it's God, Matthews. by God, there's a big problem with that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> trying to explain oh, to the five year old that no, it's not your birthday for another couple of months. When the other fella, the eight-year-old, is having the best day ever and milking it, I'm telling you. Oh, no. Andrew is going to put that into his back pocket and unleash it at his will whenever he wants. Oh, God. Um, I'm already dreading. His birthday is at the end of June and I am dreading it. Sorry, go on. uh, I I know friends of mine are in the health service. Mm. Um. I don't know people who have who have volunteered. Do I know people have? I don't know. I don't think I know people who have volunteered. Um, I know friends who are in it, and Jesus, they're wrecked. They're knackered. And do you know that for the first three weeks, it was basically spent online them them shouting down misinformation from WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I've never seen friends of mine, doctors, friends of mine, getting involved in these massive WhatsApp groups. Going, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. This is so stupid. That's not true. Um. So they're fighting on all fronts. Do you know people who have gone back and, and volunteered? I know of a couple of people, yeah. People that wouldn't have a, a medical background or anything, just regular Joes that uh, p- p- applied yeah. to just help out, yeah. And again, I was thinking, could I, would I have, again, the selflessness? And uh, without rushing into the answer, it's it's a no. Well, I don't. I also don't have the time. I think maybe if I was single and it was, uh, and yeah, I, I still doubt it though. I still doubt that I would have the... Um, well, I suppose it's see, it's brilliant. It's so amazing what volunteers are doing and going out helping in their community, especially with the alone community. But then today things did get a bit weird when it was like, you know, our our new Lord and Savior, the chief chief medical officer Tony Houlihan. Yeah, but he went into hospital, uh-huh. and it's like, what? No, 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 no. We you can't, can't, you can't that. do that. No, no, no. We yeah. can't. Oh, you can't get sick, and it's unrelated to COVID nineteen. But he's got into hospital. You're like, no, no, we really need you now. We need you to. Yeah. And it's like, can you imagine the stress that man is going through? He'd like, be glad of the break, actually, if he's going Jesus. into hospital. Not, not being glib, but he'd probably be glad of, glad of the break for a couple of days, or oh, however long he's going to be. To get away from it. And to anyone who is volunteering uh, with the health service, fair play. Absolutely amazing. What amazing. do you make of broadcasting being listed as uh, an essential service? <laughs> Given that, you know, we fall under the umbrella of essential services now when there are actual you know doctors and nurses with protective gear on dealing with patients with yeah. a virus in the same category as two gobshites <laughs> yeah. trying to do a fruit cake badly when on the, the telly when the telly when the list rest. came out on sunday i remember going Ugh. I remember feeling a bit, ooh, we shouldn't be there. This is really bad. Journalists, absolutely, we need you. And I would, um, because we're seeing so many people who are losing jobs and getting pay cuts, you know, please buy a paper. Uh, These are sources Mm. that we need right now and people that we need. Um, I felt, oh, but then we're not doing anything essential in any way, shape or form. 
but we're just don't providing... don't elevate it. Don't elevate it. Don't no, don't, don't try and just, elevate it. Don't no. Don't. We're just two buffoons, <laughs> kind of providing a little bit of light relief to people who like a little bit of light relief. The amount of and messages we got last night, actually, while while trying to not elevate it, the amount of messages last night for on your thing on the uh, throwing all of the tea into the tea <laughs> cake was just. I tried to make a, a what was it a tea brack or something? A tea cake or a tea. A tea, tea cake was it? A tea, a tea cake. I got a message from someone who said, um, uh, who said I had to run into the back room to my wife because I thought that she was choking, and I got in and she was just laughing so hard at you <laughs> trying to bake that I was like, "Are you okay?" She was like, <gasps> "She couldn't breathe," and I was like, "Listen, do you know what?" Every if, time I watch it, I cry laughing. I think it's because if, I'm on the verge of tears anyway. And yeah, the tears are coming out with the laughter. <laughs> you know your real laugh where you go so high pitched. Yeah. And only dogs can hear you scream. I was like, he's gone red in the face. I We're choked Ray's at one point. A, I choked. Ray's got a faint. Yeah. Um, we are not essential at all. We know that. Uh, yeah, Two buffoons on the telly. Good crack, but there, there, there is an element of providing a service. Whether or not it's an essential service can be debated. But there is a service being provided there where the idea is keep, pe- keep people Oy. informed and... Uh, uh, try and uh, try and acknowledge the situation in a light enough way. That's that's yes. the way I would say. But but I again on the essential services thing. Three, two, one. Number three. Ablutions, ablutions, Ray. Ablutions. Oh. Is this a so, religious thing? Uh, this is not a religious thing. No, this is having to go to the toilet. Oh right. And I, th- I <laughs> thought it sounds like a, a now reading from the book of ablutions. <laughs> a letter. A letter, a reading, a letter from St. Paul to the ablutions. <laughs> <laughs> Dear ablutions. Um, God, I love letters St. Paul's to the Corinthians. God bless him. God bless him. Um, Ephesians. Ablutions. Ephesians is what I'm thinking of. Oh. A letter, a reading from the, actually, funny story. That's, that's funny, a good word. I have a funny story about the book of Ephesians for you. We may not say, uh, we may not, what, do you want it now? Go on. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine, this is a Tony Fenton story, actually. Um, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Uh, love, love but, Tony. God, but never forgotten. And uh, Tony was uh, born with, uh, uh, born a DJ, even from uh, oh. even from birth, even at six months or a year, he was. He had the voice, and he spoke like a DJ, and the growl as he was reading. <clears throat> I, I can't even do it. You know that kind of mm, the growl. I know, the, but mm. I can imagine him being like. Yeah. Uh, yes, mommy. I would like some mushy peas. Mushy, <laughs> mushy peas. Mushy peas. You're the winner. Yeah. So, so uh, he's he says. Uh, so anyway, a, a mutual friend, a friend of mine, and a friend of a mutual friend of mine, and Tony Fenton's, uh, had a a parent who passed away. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was a funeral. Tony Fenton was asked to do a reading at a funeral, and. <laughs> He, oh it was a reading from St. Paul to the Ephesians, say, or whoever. I think it was St. Paul to the Ephesians. Whoever it was that wrote to the Ephesians at the time. And <laughs> he was, St. Paul was mad for the pen pals. It was definitely him. But he read it as Tony, F- well, he is Tony Fenton. So he read it as Tony Fenton. And apparently it was amazing. Just imagine Tony Fenton reading at mass, reading a, le- a letter. A, a reading from a letter to say, from St. Paul to the Ephesians. <laughs> and the way he delivered the word Ephesians was apparently yes. full Fenton. It was like the, the Ephesians, you're the winner. Uh, but but uh, every time I think of the word Ephesians, or generally readings at, at funerals, I often think of um, Tony Fenton doing a reading. Anyway, it, it, that was a second-hand story as well. That may never have happened, but the way it was told to me was, 
Hilarious. Uh, anyway, ablution. A reading from the letter from the St. Paul to the ablutions. To the ablutions. Uh, so um, I, uh, loads of people are locked down at home. And some people aren't living with, you know, their wives like you are. Uh-huh. And their housemates and all that kind of stuff. I live in a very small house with my housemate. Uh-oh. And I know where have, this is going. <laughs> we have one bathroom. And the bathroom is just off the kitchen. Yeah. And the kitchen has become one person's office. And then my office is in <laughs> the front room, which is a bedroom. Okay. So, so whose office is the kitchen? Is it yours or his? That's that's the housemate's office. Right. Okay. But the thing is, people <laughs> need to go to the loo. People. What people? The day. The, one of the two of us. Right. And I'm in and out of the kitchen making, I think I'm on about 12 mugs of tea a day. Uh-huh. So I'm in and out of the kitchen the whole day. And it's going back to, you know, when you first started going out with someone. Uh-huh. And you had to go to the loo. It's so funny and that you're telling this story because I'm with my missus since 2002 now. So what, how long is that? 18 years? Uh, oh, and it's geez. a very, it's a very different thing. <laughs> but See, anyway, that's you, the thing. You do your bit, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a different thing because, yeah. you know, when you first start going out with someone and say they have an ensuite and you need to go to the loo <laughs> and you have to somehow come up with a reason that you're not going to go to the loo in the ensuite. You're going you to go out to the, the main, main bathroom. Main bathroom. <laughs> you need the main bathroom. Even if it's a number one or number two, you can't be dealing with it. It's like, yeah. I don't want them to hear absolutely anything. And then, you know, from an environmental point of view, you're like, I don't want to stuff loads of toilet paper down the loo it's not from an environmental point of view you're like if they go in and they see I've used half a roll of toilet paper what are they going to think then because you know you can you can cushion hang on what can, what's that you know, you know the way you can soundproof a bowl oh I get you sorry I didn't know where yeah. you were going with that yeah okay sorry, sorry. Yeah, but yeah. you can soundproof a bowl <laughs> right soundproof your bowl everybody and um, my piles are giving me chip and um, so you don't want, you don't want, you don't want to do that I can you have imagine to make an excuse you in a flop sweat bursting <laughs> bursting ready to blow yeah and, and pulling and, rolls, and rolls of toilet paper <laughs> down but it needs to be so much toilet paper that it comes above the water yes, line <laughs> yes and then there's another thing for women after they have had sexual relations with someone oh Jesus they, uh, sorry, but they have to go to the loo afterwards. Oh, God. Just, I know this is some biology here for you, but just to prevent I'm, the kidney infections. So that's another minefield if that person has a bloody ensuite. So I remember. <laughs> You've just made the most amazing, romantic, erotic <laughs> love of your life, of your lovemaking career. And, and then you go. Straight away. <laughs> straight like, away. There's a sound of thunder in the toilet. Because you're like, you're thinking about yourself. You're like, I can't have bacteria up in there. I need to go to the loo, my friend. So that's, 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 that's one thing. So it's always when you start seeing someone for the very first time. And this is from straight yeah. relationships. This is my, this is my experience. That um, you have to make these excuses. So, I mean, the amount of excuses I made when I was seeing someone who had uh, an ensuite. I mean, I was running out from, I was leaving my phone left, right and centre. I must have been getting three or four glasses of water a night and they were like what the bloody hell is wrong with her she's incredibly dehydrated she gets incredibly dehydrated during love making incredibly so now I'm at my my home has become an office setting yeah and and there is one toilet yeah well and and my question is so what do you do so what is going on in in, because in our world 
either one of two, well, one of three things could happen. Oh, what's number three in your number one? Number two, I know. Right. What's number, number three? Number one, and most likely is I just go in or she just goes in and has a poop or a, or a loud wee in her case. <laughs> and uh, one of us will shout at the other one in order to make them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, you know, I can hear you kind of thing, right? That's item one, right? The, and the most, most likely in our house. Item, okay. t- item two is, could you, could, would you, do you mind pissing off for a minute while I, while I do my bit? Now, if it's, if it's a wee, it's not a big deal. But if it's more than that, it's like, could you just, because you're going to hear some things you're not going to like. You don't want to hear. So either pop on a pair of headphones there, love, or excuse yourself. for. And that couple. most likely happens on a Sunday morning, is it? Yeah, for the next 38 minutes or so, I'm going to need you to just... <laughs> Maybe 39, but we'll go for 38. Uh, Listen to uh, some ASMR there, my darling. Or the other one that I do on occasion is you turn on the tap, which is to to cover it up. The tap is running for a long time, though. The tap? Yeah. But then the the environmental guilt, we can't be wasting water, right? Oh, come on, I don't have environmental guilt when it comes to that business. I do. Usually it's like, go away or get ready. Here, there's a show. Get ready for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make a note of the emergency exits. The lights are about to go go dark. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. the show's about to begin. In our house, the sunus gets very loud. The what? The sunus. Like if we've got the radio on or whatever. Because the house is so small. Next thing, you know, you're listening to music. You're bopping around the place to lyric or whatever. And, um, and then next thing... It's Beethoven's Concerto or, or Dua Lipa or, or Oasis or someone or Ocean Colour Scene. They, they could shake the walls of how loud they are so because that's what you, we use to mask things. Do, do you do that before you go in to do your business or do you ask him to put it on or does he turn it up to make a point like, I can clearly hear you so I'm turning up the radio now. No, it, it might be someone would plan ahead. Oh, so okay. they'd so slowly you, start increasing the volume about five minutes before they move wow. to the toilet. Wow, <laughs> it takes a lot of work. And then it's like, oh no, it was at this level all the time. I don't know what's wrong with you. See the ya, fo- bye. The, the good thing about in our house as well is that you, you, that's all sound. We've d- dealt with the sound element of it. Living mm. in, a, in a house with three men and one lady, um, there's, there's just a constant discussion about who made that smell. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that another time. But there's... <laughs> There's some of us that will proudly own it. <laughs> and others a little more demure, shall we say. <laughs> wow, you really, you you kept all parties, um, I'll, I'll you protected all anim- anonymity in, in, that, in that there. Andrew okay. sat on Kate's head the other day and farted. And said, no, he, he did. He did. And you know what? She, she, she told it to me with an air of pride. <laughs> Oh my God, that's not even a Dutch oven. That's so much worse. It's disgusting. Wow. It's hilarious. Well done, Andrew. Well done. Number four. Rustlers, Murren. Pardon me? Rustlers. You know what rustlers are? You've, you've, you've indulged in a rustler, I'd say. Drunk at two o'clock in the morning and you're falling your way home and you, there isn't a, a takeaway that'll have you. So, so far, all of this sounds, all of this is, is it, ringing bells. Yeah, but except for the rustlers bit. No, it's a rustler. Rustler are the microwavable burgers. No, yeah, the no, rustlers. Ray. Yeah, no. oh, I've been there. Oh God, I've been that soldier. Uh, and you know what? They they look gorgeous, but then it's only once they're done. You're like, oh, oh God, I can't believe I put that in my body. <laughs> um, and then we get back to the ablutions. Um, <laughs> That's a, turn up the radio. <laughs> I've had a rustler. A rustler is coming. 
you've tried one of those. Oh, I've done More it many than... times. Yeah, particularly during co- in college times and stuff. And they all have the all of the um, various uh, supermarkets have their own versions of rustlers, uh, which is like the it's a it's a burger. It's a horrible looking grey meaty substance mm. uh, with a che- cheese on it and an interesting sauce in a sachet and uh, a buns. They seem to last for years. They've got a best before date of sometime in 2022. And uh, they're in the news. Rustlers, the microwavable snack brand owned by Keypack, has become a bigger oh. seller than Mars bars or PG tips in Britain, according to Industry Bible The Grocer. The website's newly published list of the top 100 UK supermarket brands records Rustlers rising up to 89th place from 98th. In 2018, they're saying, I thought maybe this was related to the COVID-19 and people not being able, to, people in lockdown, people not being able to cook yeah. and then buying more rustlers. But no, it seems that there's been a massive growth uh, anyway. So uh, the grocer said the convenience foods division of Clonny, uh, the, the, of Clonny County Meath-based Keypack. Also, they're a Meath brand, but they're growing up the UK's... Um, uh, the UK's brands list. Let me see. They've got an well old done. day... Reverse imperialism. We'll take it any way we can. Absolutely. Well done, we'll we'll celebrate that, lads. Uh, Keypack's all day sausage, breakfast sausage muffin. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and a new cook in the box format for muffins and cheeseburgers. And it's first burger for vegetarians. A Moroccan themed sandwich with chickpeas. Oh. Grated carrot and coriander. Get you, rustlers, Whoa. getting all up yourself. What's your Moroccan-themed sandwich with chickpeas and grated carrot and coriander? Well, no. Anyway, celebrating a celebra- an ode to rustlers. Any of our listeners are, are rustlers fans? Do you know they must? They're always like they're always on the shelves. They're still going. I mean, twenty years ago, I was eating rustlers. Should I for, try one? Uh, I I'm I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to do it for a, a stunt. Sorry, I never gave you the doomlas either, actually. I must give you a couple of doomlas tonight. I'll bring them out. Doomla. 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 Um, anyway, there's your rustlers. Number five. We're going to someone that you quite like. Oh, that's unusual. Uh, are, are, they, were... are they Irish? No, you're a fan of hers. I'm sorry, Bibs. I'm I'm useless at this game. Biker Grove. Oh. A woman with a Biker Grove connection. From England. A- uh, accent. Oh, right. Okay, Newcastle. A Newcastle woman with uh, oh come on, <laughs> Jesus! I I'm basically giving I, it to you. I think if, if I you... said she liked to punch people and lose, would you get that? Oh, allegedly. Oh, a uh, Kimberly Walsh. No, <laughs> I was just being a dick there. Oh my that was, god! It's uh, it's Cheryl. Sorry, Cheryl Cole. Cheryl Cole. Why, Emma? She's just Cheryl now, isn't she? She is, or Cheryl Fernandez Versini Cole. Roberts. Cheryl, what was her what was her original name? Cheryl? Cheryl? Tweedy. Cheryl Tweedy, yes. Anyway, sorry, go on. Cheryl Tweedy transforms into a pushy pushy music agent as she swaps the stage for the screen in a new film ray. Wow. Four kids and it. Alright. Can you remember? I know that, other... t- that was a TV show, wasn't it? Four kids and it. Uh this is about like an X Factor style lifestyle. She's a judge on one of those sort of shows, I think. Oh, okay. Now, here's what I'm going. She has made two other cameo appearances in movies. Can you? Well, you couldn't guess her, so I'm assuming you're not going to be able to guess either of the movies that I she can made. Guess. Made. I can guess. Okay. What, what was that Christmas film they made a load of? Uh, Rain to Jingle All the Way or something like that. But it was, it was in English. It was like, they, they've made a load of them. Yeah, like, I can see it. Uh, but it's not the that crib, anyway. The huh? Manger. No, it's not that. Oh, 
they didn't make an appearance, I guess, in that um that Hugh Grant Christmas film. What was that? Love they Action. didn't, but their song was in Love Actually. Yeah. Uh, she was previously in uh-huh. What to Expect When You're Expecting, a terrible movie, and also St. Trinian's. Wow. There you go now. So she's flexing her acting muscles as right. she channels a cutthroat music agent in upcoming film for Kids and It. There is an exclusive um, a clip online that people can check out right now. And you know what? what? She does a good job. Okay. I thought you were going to be honest and say that she was terrible. No, uh, she's not terrible. Okay. Well, she was. Fr- she would be stage school or something like that, wouldn't she? Don't yeah. She she the new video has got two billion views. Smash you all the hottest act on the planet. <laughs> Her face is very different, though. Oh, is it? We seem to yeah. spend a lot of time talking about women's faces on this. Yeah, we need to stop. Any men's faces that we can be negative on? Not negative. Men. Just saying it's a bit, it's just a bit different. <laughs> That's all. Oh, oh sorry. So you you meant it in a positive way that it's her face looks so bit, different. That her beautiful, incredible face different. that she had for all of her youth now doesn't look like that anymore. There are plenty of men's faces that we could be commenting on if anyone wants to tell us. Yeah, happily. Sixbitspod at gmail.com. We are equal opportunity bitchers. Yes, we are. Number six. I've got two options here for you for your number six. One is... Uh, uh, a head- I'll read the headline for you Heavy drinking linked to health problems Later in life Study finds uh, Or we can just go to emails Emails please Absolutely Thank um, you. One million percent uh, so, so <laughs> I think we both know How we feel about that headline <laughs> I was also like I, 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 As I read the headline earlier I thought I'll save that uh, heavy drinking linked to health problems later in life. I was like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you don't say. But I, this week, this week, I just don't need it. Don't uh, mess with us. Say Do hello to Ash. <laughs> say hi Woo! to Ashling Murphy. Sixbitspod at gmail.com for your correspondence. Hi, loving the pod, says Ashling Murphy. Hi, right, Ashling. Ash- hey, Ashling. Uh, can you please lower the sound on the divider number one? Uh, number one, uh, we don't have a number one, actually. Uh, interesting story there on number one, uh, Ashling, because the, 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 you know, the number, the, the American voice man that does number six, number one, number two, yeah? He is uh, obviously from our ra- the radio, right? Really? We nicked that from a R. radio R. station, but the radio station. The the one that I have for him, it ha- he actually says instead of saying number one, he says, "And now your number one song on, uh, on the radio station, on whatever the radio station. Is. I don't know which one. It could be ninety eight or it could be red, but um, it, he <laughs> he says, and now your number one song. So I can't exactly for number one go. And tonight's number one song. Actually, do you know what? I will. I'll put in, and now your number one song <laughs> for our first one. Okay. Uh, but oh, I get you, no. I, Ashling, I take your point. I think you're talking about the numbers in general, <laughs> that they're all too loud. So so for number one, I'll put in, and now your number one song. And then all the rest of them, I'll put in the numbers. Because they're actually, it's from a chart, you see. So it's like number six, number five. I love number, the way you're being so yeah. honest about the fact that we're uh, robbing intellectual property. Well done. Oh yeah, absolutely. No two absolutely. ways about it. The man's yeah. a, the man's a, a powerhouse, a voice powerhouse. Michael's been back in touch. He says uh, Azerbaijan lads, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Uh, very difficult to say that word, actually, isn't it? Azerbaijan. Oh, do you know what I did? Actually, we'll do it tomorrow because um, we'll do it as a number tomorrow. Uh, I went on the stats 
for a COVID-19 for the various countries. And I looked up Ireland. I looked up, bizarrely, I looked up South Africa. And I looked up uh, Azerbaijan. I'll have those oh. numbers. I'll have those numbers for you tomorrow. Not encouraging, I have to say, Azerbaijan. I don't know if it's an appropriate word to be shouting. But like that, I don't want to be shouting Spain or Italy either because that, that's a bit too full on, isn't it? Uh, anyway, Azerbaijan, that's our code word for get the F away from each other uh, and maintain social distancing. I just hit the 2K limit from and finished my the, finished the latest pod. So to delay myself going back into isolation, I said, sure, why not email them? What do you mean the 2K limit? Because, you know, you can only walk two kilometres away from your house. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought there was a, t- a 2,000 downloads limit on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> no. But I thought I'm, we... I think we've I'm got... getting so many uh, messages going, shouldn't you be calling it the couch to 2K, Mern? Ha ha I'm like, oh, please oh, that'd stop. Be good. So, yeah. so st- stop sending me those messages. <laughs> okay. Please, I'm begging you. Your gas. Your gas. Uh, to delay myself, I thought I'd email them. Uh, so I said this, I said, sure, why not email them out loud to other people on the hiking trail in the regional park in Ballincollig? Big shout oh. out to them. Uh, so this sexual awakening lark, okay, listening to that brought back flashes to 13-year-old me uh, in the sitting room watching Sailor Moon. Some nerd content for you there before heading to school. What's Sailor Moon? Hang on. Uh, Do you know what that Sailor, is? Sailor, is it something like Punky Brewster? Oh, hang on. It looks like manga. Oh, this, oh is, this is weird Japanese stuff. Right, okay, so it's manga. Uh, so it was a kids' TV show called Sailor Moon. Oh, she's very attractive, yeah. Yeah, she's... They they can't help themselves, though, can they? The they Japanese can't, animators. They can't. They just can't help it. Uh, before to heading there. to school with their, with their face masks on. <laughs> <laughs> Massive generalisation there. Sorry, sorry, stereotypes. Uh, so most mornings involved in the awkward shuffle up the road trying to hide a sneaky boner. Jesus, Michael, too much information. <laughs> First, we've got Moran pooing in the kitchen, and now I've got you <laughs> hiding a sneaky boner after never watching Sailor was, Moon. Never said if it was number one or number two. And trying to uh, come on, and trying to trying to figure out if I got the homework done or not. Embarrassing times. Now to coffee. Uh, yes, insomnia is the best. I've been in withdrawal since it closed. Uh, that Nespresso uh, stuff my dad stocked up on is pure rubbish. I'm 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 cleaning up his email as I'm reading because we're a non-sweary yes. podcast. Generally non-sweary. Uh, the other thing as well is that I don't understand with uh, we were talking about insomnia coffee yesterday and it's very strong I can't drink Starbucks or Costa coffee anymore because it's it's just coffee flavoured milk oh uh, no Costa is the worst oh yeah, I don't, sorry I don't, Costa and they're so geez. expensive Costa as well <gasps> the mortgage uh, double shots mixed in with a Nescafe box latte doesn't even come close uh, can we even get some recognition for insomnia's hot chocolate as well Dare I say it's the best you can get from a chain coffee shop. Yes, it is fantastic, although I'm not really a hot chocolate person, but my kids drink it and I've tasted it and it's very good. That's because they put actual, like half the cup is actual chocolate. Chocolate. It. Yeah, it's not just hot, hot, uh, you know, a hot chocolate mixture. Uh, st- uh, still speaking about coffee, what do you make of this dul- dul- Dolgona coffee? Dolgona. D-O-L-G-O-N-A. I have not heard of it, Michael. Is it just me or has it sprung up from nowhere over the past week to fill the need for fancy coffees we all crave? I've tried it, he says. It's not half bad. And now worried baristas could be put out of jobs. What's the world coming to? I'll have to, we'll have to Google that. Dol, yeah, d- Dolgona coffee. Uh, or sorry, hang on. It's Dalgona. It says here on the, uh, on the YouTube link. Dalgona coffee recipe. How to make a whipped coffee. Oh, okay. you make it yourself. Oh, okay. Whipped. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Think of the baristas. Uh, lastly, I know it's not a competition, but I've been keeping personal score on whom I side on whom I side with more on the podcast. What oh. do you mean you side with? We do we, we don't really do we argue. argue. Do we argue? I don't think we do argue. Moran, you had an early lead. 
Uh, but after Ray brought up the Doomla and Ikea, I fear I'm identifying with his married life existence. Please Oh, help. that's totally, I get that. What do you mean? That's, were we well, arguing I, over Doomla and married life existence? No, we weren't. It's just that I, I, have, I hadn't even heard of Doomla because I'm not an Ikea goer. Whereas for an no, in fairness, I hadn't heard of it either until like just a couple of weeks ago on a recent Ikea visit. It was a, uh, it was, uh, I had only recently discovered it. It was, <coughs> it was a new discovery. Excuse me. <clears throat> Not the COVID, just dry, a cough. Clearing his throat. Dry clearing his throat. cough there. Uh, um, peace out, Michael. Uh, P.S. Feel free to mention any of this if you want. <laughs> we mentioned it all. Michael, it might be a bit late for you to be giving some permission. By the way, to anyone sending us an email, uh, we take it that you're okay for us to read it out if you're emailing a podcast. And Gemma's been in touch as well. Hi, all. I'm absolutely thrilled, she says, on the new podcast. Congrats. 30 minutes of pure laughs each time. We wish, Gemma. We're at 40-odd 40, 40 now. Um, hu- <laughs> huge fan of Murren. Her previous show on the radio, brackets, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the only thing that made my workday interesting. Uh, so happy to hear you on the airwaves again. We're in uh, a last, uh, at last, a bit of laughter during this crisis from Gemma. Isn't that lovely? Isn't Gemma. That, isn't that nice? Darling, uh, thank you so much. If we have any more, we can't actually go through them right now because Ray and I have to be in the studio right now. in about four minutes and we're both sitting in our own houses. I'm getting in the car right so, now. Can we get in the car? Guys, keep on sending in the emails. Six bits pod at gmail.com it is lovely to get them have a lovely day Azerbaijan Azerbaijan